drugs got me sweating, but the room getting colder. Looking at the devil and the angel on my shoulder. Will I die tonight? Oh no, is it over? Looking for my next high, I'm looking for closure. Laying with me, pot with me, get high with me if you rock with me. Smoke with me, drink with me. Fucked up liver with some bad kidneys. Laying with me, pot with me, get high with me if you rock with me. Smoke with me, drink with me Fucked up liver with some bad kidneys Told her if I die, I'ma die young Every day I've been getting fucked up Finally know the difference between love and drugs Second episode of Perk on the Set I'm your host, Perk, with TD, Gavin And uh, subbing in for King of Summit Tanner We got Scum King of Summit Tamers currently on his way to a uh, Columbus area Arby's to pound some beef and cheddars as we speak. So. <laughs> <laughs> miserable, miserable restaurant choice. He wasn't. He wasn't going to be too useful before the sandwiches. And he's not going to be any more after them. So. <laughs> Was that his excuse for needing the leave? That he wouldn't be useful unless he got these Arby sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way I'm recording without a beef and cheddar in my stomach. (laughs) (laughs) Who is this kid? (laughs) Listen, I gotta just come out and say this. You know, obviously we're gonna be talking this coronavirus talk. I've just been thinking. You know, this obviously isn't confirmed. I'm just, I'm just in my head. You know, in my own head. And listen, I would not put it past that these Democrats created this virus. Because this is the only chance at taking Donald Trump out of office come November. You know, I don't, I don't know. That might be crazy, but I think that is a valid, valid point. Why would they start it in China, then? Why would they start in the United States? That's the perfect idea. Listen, we'll take it to a foreign country. They can't pin it on us. But then somehow you figured it out. Yeah, it all, it all clicked in my head, you know. I mean, I I get. I mean, I get. It is definitely like a point to Donald Trump's reelection looked almost, almost like a a lock, a definite thing until this happened. I I can agree with that. So it is suspicious. I don't even know. But I mean, yeah, I guess you're. I mean, it's. it's, I just had to put it out there. You know, everyone listening. I mean, if you looked at people who were predicting it before this, I think a lot of people were saying he was going to win reelection. I feel yeah. like, I mean, unless I was... lock. I feel like everyone knew it was a lock. I don't know, yeah. I mean, I don't think there was any reason to, especially if the economy kept doing well. Like, Yeah, like, I don't know why any... I mean, it's not like people... Joe, I don't know who... People are... Gonna, like people people aren't crazy about like, Joe Biden. Yeah, I mean, so like, nothing, nothing had really gone terribly poor. Terribly. Other than... Like, but, yeah. <laughs> I get it. it, it I get that. I just I don't know what I don't know what's going on with Corona. Wait, hold on. Sorry. I mean, a hundred years ago we had the Spanish flu. Maybe it's just a hundred year thing. Yeah, and what we had the swan flu back. What, what was that? I don't get is what's what technology is needed to test someone for having coronavirus that's like so rare yeah, or like we just. Well, no, the U.S. is, like, testing pretty well now. Like, that's also part of the reason, like, we passed China in cases, because we just started, like, testing a fuck ton more people. Yeah, well, I knew that. That's why, like, I wasn't... I just didn't know why was that even, like, a problem to begin with. I feel like 
We got uh, techno- we got know, cars yeah, that know. are like parking themselves. <laughs> you you just need to put a swab in my tongue and then get a test that like figures that out. What's so hard? Yeah, how is there not like a little like piece of metal like electronic thing you just like tap someone's tongue and it's just like corona yeah. yes or no? Yeah, like, just like a here's everything that is in your body, corona and not. Like it's twenty twenty. I mean, I get that it'd take a while, but if everyone is like, let's figure this out, like I feel like it shouldn't have it should have been like a two day thing. I don't I don't really see that there's like a uh, I don't see like a difficulty in the whole like testing thing, but with the way technology is now, that's why I don't understand some of these people that are like, Yeah, this is gonna be like a, a year long thing. Um, it's gonna be an issue until like next November or whatever when they're talking about this like coronavirus thing when I was like, okay, you mean to tell me with like the, the medical systems that we have around the world, I understand a vaccine's not going to be ready in like a year, but you're telling me that there's going to be no medications that can make this thing any better. Like you're telling me that there's nothing that we have that can make this better by like August that I don't like quite buy. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's no, oh, fuck. I feel like there's no way that these think this doesn't get better by like july china china's like yeah to business so china's like done yeah yes and it was like three new deaths a day yeah so it was like terrible there and so it's figured itself out in three months so i don't get how this would be any longer then one of the doctors was saying that like apparently we were like the heat is gonna help like like, and then he said some time to figure it out and then he said it's gonna come back for a second wave once the heat dies back off. That's well, what Billy Football said on well, part of my take. When it gets hot the Spanish here, flu. It's go, apparently when it gets hot here, it's going to go down to South America where it's like turns cold when it's hot here. Then yeah. then I heard someone say, come back with a vengeance in the winter. I was like, this thing is just a lot. Yeah, I was like, it's going to go work in the off season. Yeah, it's going to go work in the off season. What are you saying? <laughs> like, it's put some hours in on the off season. Yeah, it's like Anthony DeCompo bulking up over season <laughs> coronavirus. It's going down to South America to get bigger and better. It's like, it's like I'm, I'm just it's trying like, to let y'all know what I'm about. I'm coming back. Let's get ready. It's like that. Uh, Big trust. Big trust. It's like that off season where Barry Bonds was on the Pirates and like thin, and then like makes his first appearance an extra for the Giants, and he's just jacked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what baseball should do to get their viewers up is they should make a rule where like if you're in the bottom half of your division, your players should be allowed to take steroids, and like the only players that like aren't that teams can't are like above 500 and good and stuff like that, and then like it flip flops so like. The Kansas City they should do that. They could just juice up and just start like hitting moonshots. The whole idea of no salary cap in a sport to me doesn't make. I mean, it kind of. I don't get it. Like I recently, like two years ago, realized just because of how bad the Pirates are, I've never even cared to figure out MLB or root for MLB. I've just watched like the playoffs and figure it out. But I didn't even realize like the the whole idea that like. If you're just a team that doesn't spend money on your players, like, and you have one good player, you're not going to be able to build around him because he's just going to inevitably go to one of the six teams in the MLB that spend yeah. way more money on their team. It's like, yeah. how do you, how are there people that I don't get how you could be a fan of the MLB and be like, yep, <clears throat> this is fun. It's just the like, Yankees wow, and Red Sox are good every single year. Like, whoa, why can't like, we beat them? 
like, if you're what? a bad team, you literally have like a one to two year window where you can even possibly be good. It's like where you yeah. draft well one year and you just have like a bunch of good prospects that are going to get paid a shit ton of money somewhere else. Yeah, and then well, like even then you need to be in like a decently big cap, like a large cap city still. Like Chicago, yeah, like, like out of the blue, kind of p- p- picked it all together, but they're still in Chicago, like the Cubs. Not the well, Cubs. no, the Cubs are a big market team, but like the Indians yeah. will be good, like every like twenty five years, just because they'll yeah. draft like every like one year, like they had Francisco Lindor. That guy's gonna get paid like a bajillion dollars somewhere in like somewhere else next year, or like or one. Whenever one of those teams is in the playoffs, like, making a run, everyone's pulling for them. Yeah, like the Royals. Like, everyone was rooting for the Royals the year that they beat whoever in the World Series. That's why it's just, like, I mean, I get that's why it's, like, so fun to see that. And soccer is kind of like that in Europe if you're, like, a soccer fan because there's just some clubs that have, like, way or just, like, spend more money than others. Leicester City won the Premier League. Yeah, that is insane. But they also, like, relegate. So it's also, like, a little bit different. There's, like, a standard you're still held to. Like, if you come in last or whatever, I think no matter who you are, you have to go down a division. So there's at least, there's, like, some kind of, like, accountability. Yeah, going back to the Premier League thing, like, in in, uh, the Premier League, like, if you get relegated, they also, like, take money from you. So, like, you get, like, the teams that get like uh, promoted they get money and like the teams that like get relegated lose money so like they punish you for being bad whereas like in american sports like you're rewarded for sucking in a way because it's like hey like you'll get the first draft pick like you can get better <laughs> like, yeah but also i feel like because of like the way america like the american sports culture works like the worst team in the whatever league is probably still making a lot of money like the cleveland browns sell out like every game so it's like you can't just like move them down to like the XFL and bring up like the Seattle whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's and there's like also like I feel like there's way like more the people difference. in soccer for like the, those kind of leagues that relegate and like like delegate like yeah. because it's all of Europe trying to play soccer and it's just like there's like so there's way more people. I feel like you can like replace. Chicago Bowl item am I? Is that a Biff Kiss riddle? Fuck yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Ha <laughs> ha yeah. Fuck yeah, Taco Bell. Alright, we're uh, with a uh, friend of the pod and uh, sports expert, DNL. DNL, welcome. Let's, uh, thank let's you, get, thank you. Let's get right into it. We got robbed of probably one of the like greatest greatest months of sports you could have at the NCAA tournament. How are you, uh, how are you coping with that so far? Not well, um, to put it bluntly. Not very well. Um, I just started up the new uh, Tiger Tiger King show. Um, I was halfway through the first episode before I got entered into this group chat. It is. It, do wait till the second. Okay, I've only watched the first and the second. And the first one, you're like, this is crazy, right? Like, there's so many people that own tigers in America. What's going on? Then the second episode happens, and it's like, holy shit, these people were fucking insane. Like, and then I've only gotten there, so I'm sure it gets way crazier. But like, what's the main idea? There's more uh, for some some reason. There's like three people in America that like run. They they have their own zoo, basically. Yeah, they own their own zoo, and it's all tigers and all like big cats. Yeah, it's nuts. So should I start? Oh yeah. Halfway through the first episode, and I'm on what's her name, Carol's side. Is that her name, Carol? I'm on her side. 
Dude, I feel bad for these animals. They should not be locked up like this. Wait till episode two, brother. Yeah. Wait till episode I got, two. I got some washing to do. The, uh, All right. the Carol. <laughs> she seems crazy. She seems I'll crazy. Isn't like Oklahoma, I think. Yeah, um, there's some people in South Carolina. One yeah. people, they, they're all over. There's like seen? one guy who's the sophisticated one of them all. Yeah, white ponytail, four wives who live there. We're <laughs> all like moderately young and moderately good-looking girls. And then there's one girl who used to work there who like escaped, and they're like interviewing her, and they made her get breast implants while she was working there. <laughs> they paid for them. The life track. Uh, and they saw- also. It's crazy. Go ahead. Sorry to get us off topic. We were you asked me about oh, no, sports that, and I spring Tiger King up. This is definitely a uh, group to bring this up to because my dad's from up in the uh, the Youngstown area, and like up there, there was a really nice like public golf course that they sold and turned into like where they brought in a ton of these exotic animals and turned it is into. Is that where they got loose, or is that in Zanesville? In Zanesville, I, they got loose. Do you guys remember that story? Yeah. The person let all the animals loose and then shot and killed himself. And like they all like lions, tigers, like yeah, you name out it. Just, like, it was like out 47 lions. It was like, or yeah. tigers. It wasn't like a small, it wasn't like his dog. Yeah, no, it he didn't like, let his like German like, shepherd out. Compound. And how did yeah. they handle that? Did they, what did they do? To I, the they animals? shot them all. They killed them all. Yeah, seriously, that's devastating. No, dude, even Jack Hanna, yeah, Jack Hanna came on and was like, listen, like, for anyone who wants us to tranquilize them, they can, like, go for, like, two hours after you give them tranquilizer. (laughs) Yeah, like, we're not just gonna let, like, a lion go roaming around in living rooms, like, (laughs) it's a lion, like, it's okay. And, like, this tiger is walking down the street that people live on. There's a little girl playing over there. We're gonna kill this thing. Like, yeah, there's a tiger a, within three this miles is a of the school. It knows how to open doors. <laughs> okay, they're on recess out playing kickball. Yeah. Well, so right, well, back to the question. Yeah, back uh, to the turn. How are you? How are you feeling? I'm just trying to think of a worse time for this to happen. Honestly, I mean, maybe the start of the NFL season or something like that. But March Madness. Um. NBA is starting to get good, starting to get competitive. And then maybe most importantly to scum, the Masters. That is oh, brutal. Masters, dude, even no people who don't like golf love yeah, the Masters. If you don't like golf, you're like, watching the Masters. It's just, it's like a national thing. Like it's a holiday. Yeah, yeah even like, I tune every, in the Masters. I don't yeah, watch, I tune like, in dude, the Masters. Talking, and I mean I, I watch other golf, dad. but not that much. I was talking to my dad, he like called me at like I was at work at like 9 a.m. of the Friday that the tournament was that the NCAA tournament was supposed to start, and he's like, "Hey, don't want to make you sad, but like this is like annual skip work slash skip school day for you." Our senior skip our senior skip day was that Friday of senior year. Yeah, like I haven't been to school or work on that Friday that March Madness started since (laughs) I was a third grader. I'm not. Because that first Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, no. I'd yeah. go to school on the Thursday, and it'd, it'd always be, like, the Thursday before spring break, and I'd be, like, watching on my laptop, and then the Friday, I was just out of school. Dude, yeah. The first two rounds, the first four days are literally, like, the best of the year, of the entire yeah. year. Yeah. It's so fun. It's yeah. just you're watching. You, you got, like, 
you take every TV in your house and like put it in one room, like somehow all like hook everything up. Crazy. That's, and they just show the same like buzzer beater that happened at like two thirty, like Northern Iowa State versus like <laughs> DePaul, and it's like a buzzer. It's like a half a half quarter, and you had it, and you're like, let's go. Yeah. I just yeah. can't realize how it's like. It's from noon. It starts at like noon, two in the afternoon or whatever, and just goes all night, like Thursday, yeah. Friday, like Saturday. Midnight. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, the it's West awesome. Coast games are so awesome too because yeah. it's like. There's still like three games happening at 11:45 p.m. Like, you know. the summit just came out. The U.S. Open just got moved. That doesn't. That's not supposed to be till late June, I think. And they said they're pushing it back to late summer. Already Dude, moved back. I was gonna say. I mean, that means they're probably gonna take the Olympic spot because, like, now they can hold a tournament at the time that the Olympics were supposed to be. Yeah, that makes PK. sense. They're talking about both of those. Masters is going to be in October, apparently. Yeah, that would be cool, I think. And it'll still be warm there, so that's not a yeah. good Yeah, I think it's still, I think it's going to be sweet. I think once everything goes back to normal, everyone's going to be like big buzzing. Oh, right. Like right when sports get back, it's going to be like the greatest thing ever. When sports oh, yeah. get back, like well, bars are going to see like record feels- numbers for like bars are going to see record numbers for like yeah. the first. They're hurting month a lot and a half. right now. They're hurting a yeah. lot right now, but. Their numbers will spike a lot when we get spike, back. Spike, they're gonna have to. Yeah, once sports yeah. can happen and you can open again, they are gonna Midway is gonna do some numbers. <laughs> we're, gonna get, we're gonna get hit with so many sports at one time. It's gonna be incredible. We're gonna literally get clocked over the head with like <laughs> NBA, NHL, MLB. Literally, they're all gonna come back. Dude, my dad, my dad was talking. He was like, "Yeah, I wonder if it like lasts a little bit longer than expected." He was like. What if we just had like all four like golf majors like back to back to back to back weekends in like August and September and, and the Ryder like, Cup too well, and then the, the NBA Finals during that time the Stanley Cup Finals like all at the exact same time. Who's the Ryder? It's going to be the Ryder Cup too. That's yeah. What I, that's what I wonder though. What they're what Colton, they're doing though? Give me water. It's like the uh, the NBA is at a point where like. They're at, they're at 60 games, so I'm sure the NBA is like going to just do everything they can do to get the season going. But I wonder at what point in the calendar year do they realize like it's not worth it? Like if they were to say right now that they probably can't get back to playing until October, does the NBA like continue it or do they just say fuck it? October's too, well, it's way too late, I think. I think they would they would do the playoffs without fans like sometime in like August if it came yeah. to that. Yeah. Like, not do the playoffs with no fans. I would just, dude, the fans make the playoffs. No shit, dude. But like, <laughs> the fucking world, dude. <laughs> why you cancel the season? No, you don't. Or you have to. You have to play. They could play late summer or season. I'd rather. Over, and then the NBA starts their new thing where they start their season later. I mean, would you rather that. have a canceled season or no fans? Dude, that would suck to be a player and just play 60 games and no title. Like, yeah, no, there's, especially there's, if you're LeBron and you're going to win. Yeah, one, it's really going to help yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, LeBron. There's no way LeBron will let the league cancel the year. Also, we're getting this was a good chance. We're getting robbed of a good playoffs too, though. There's a lot of good teams. Oh yeah, it's not like there's last year where you know the Lakers or the Warriors are going to win it probably, or I mean the Raptors obviously, but. There's a lot of good knockdown. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, Keys, you brought the perfect point up. Like, this couldn't happen at a worse time because, like, yeah. the, NBA, the NBA was heating up. And, like, you could tell that LeBron was starting to turn it on of, like, yeah. okay, we're taking it seriously. The Lakers were getting hot. And then, obviously, uh, you know, March Madness, like, ramping up. But, yeah, like, this was at, like, for the NBA, this was at a horrible time because people were, like, really starting to be, like, okay, it's that time of the year to get to the NBA playoffs. Yeah. And, they just can't. But I, yeah, I feel you, know, like you know the season gets real. Like after LeBron, like you said, starts like taking it seriously and starts like social forward. media. Yeah, <laughs> he, that, he had that two game stretch though, where he like he guarded Giannis and went straight at him, and then like just went straight at Kawhi and Paul George. And like at that moment, I was like, okay, yeah, like this is this is really starting to like ramp up and stuff like that. And yeah, they're. I, I'm sure because of that and that alone, they're like, well, there's no way we can't let um, we can't play that out. Also, I'm sure if you're a team, though, especially the Clippers, I would think the Clippers would be like full on and that. No, we have to continue the seat or like resume the season at some point because the Clippers only have PG and Kawhi for a guaranteed two years. So imagine if yeah. just those years get snatched from you. You're immediately like, no, like we have to. Yeah, have to do that. <laughs> I was hoping. Cra- that, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's crazy that like the Clippers are just still like super capable. Like I am always like the Lakers are going to win the finals, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, like the Clippers like once playoff time can come around, like could easily beat the Lakers in a series. I mean, not easily, but like could easily like have a chance. They definitely have a chance. Like that's yeah. the thing. Oh, I, I think would- the Clippers are like probably a better team. I don't know. I mean, like it. You we've only seen LeBron play serious. For like two weeks, but like I don't know. I mean, the Clippers, damn good. Anthony Davis has never played in a big game before. I mean, he has in college, but NBA, he's never played in a really meaningful game. Yeah. Well, he's he's never played a game where like his legacy's been on the line the way like LeBron. Has. Yeah. Every time Anthony Davis got in the playoffs, if he lost, it's like, well, he's on the fucking. Oh, yeah, you're, you're an eight seed. <laughs> yeah. So like this, this would have been the first year for him to step up, but yeah, they um. Uh, yeah, it happened at the worst time. But who do you who do you think would have uh, who do you think would have gone far like in the tournament? Like, do you think any of those mid majors would have gone uh, like real deep? Other uh, than Dayton, yeah. I mean, yeah, Dayton. I Dayton Final Four lock. They're really good, which sucks. I mean, it's, you guys talked about this in the last episode. It sucks for a team like Dayton because they'll never be that good Boy, ever. Listener. They'll never yeah, be that good ever again. We're gifted a lottery pick. Yeah, you'll like, never be that good ever again. Maybe in 50 yeah. years, you can come back to this clip. But um, <laughs> mid majors, San Diego State is a fluke. They're a fraud. They were not good. Um, huh? San Diego State. <laughs> sorry, Perk. Perk would hate that. Sorry, Perk. He went huh? city. Um, ah, okay. I'm looking at Lenardi's most recent like bracket, like his most up to date. Oh. Cre- Creighton is a two seed. That's a joke. That's that Dude, is the Big crazy. East is so bad. Other than yeah. Villanova, every time I hear like, Creighton, I just think Doug McDermott. Is that his name? Every time, and it's like, nope, that was like five years ago. It's like whenever, whenever I hear Wichita State's playing, I was like, oh, watch out for Rod Baker and Fred VanVleet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, are they still there? Um. <laughs> So to answer your question, there is still place for Wichita State. Uh, Perk, to answer your question, yeah. one major team that I really liked was BYU. I think they're a really good team. They shoot the three really well. They yeah. beat Gonzaga, like one of the biggest wins in program history. And 
I thought they could easily make a run. Here they're a six seed, and I mean, with the way the ter- or the season went this year, they could have easily made a run. And in March, it's all about the three point ball. That is the uh, that is the and, greatest thing I think Joe Lenardi ever could have done in his existence of a human being. Because pretty much every other time he comes out with bracketology, he's usually wrong, or it's like the fact that that guy. Have you seen his success rate? He's pretty good. Rate, like dummy high. Yeah, but I'm saying yeah, for he's I, good. Yeah, Do but have winning? Seeds he's not. Or is it just like the no, it's just, it's just so who's going to be in it? Like when he just um, fills out the bracket, he doesn't even fill out brackets, does he? Yeah. Lenardi? I don't know. He does. Yeah, he no, did. He, like, he filled out a bracket saying, like, here's who uh, I would have been. And it was like, that's the greatest thing he's done. As he oh, <laughs> no, I'm saying like, oh, he yeah. actually, like, pick winners. Like, when, like, but him, him, like, doing brackets, he's usually pretty good at it. Because I thought the same thing, and then I like looked up something, and he's like the best out there by far, at like predicting what it is. But see, here's the thing: that it has to be like one of the him and probably those like draft experts like Kuiper. That has to be the greatest profession out there. Like you just watch, oh yeah, yeah, and you like you really don't come around to like actually Matt. Like his job really doesn't do anything for Lenardi. It doesn't really factor in until like. January to March, and then as soon as the tournament over, like that guy just continues to collect his salary from ESPN for doing nothing. <laughs> well, dude, the other thing about that is like, I don't like they can almost like speak their opinions into existence. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Mel Kuyper can like rate a guy high, and then like teams are kind of more willing to pick that guy high. Like, yeah, like I don't know. I don't know how much happen. they listen to that, but they probably do like see that in, like the networks that like, can push them into like pressuring to pick a guy yeah when they sure, say they don't take that into account they definitely take it into yeah. account. although mel kuyper jr did say he would retire if jimmy clausen uh wasn't a pro bowl quarterback and <laughs> jimmy clausen turned down the nfl <laughs> uh, another thing is i feel bad for the seniors obviously it's a tough way to go out but yeah. one, one in particular is a big fan of peyton pritchard from oregon i had yes. them going far um, it seems like he's been there for like eight years, but he's yeah. a fourth year senior and he finished his career at 1,938 points. So if the tournament would have played out, he would have easily made the mark at 2000 it's, or yeah, 2000 career points. And that's not like a crazy, like rare stat, but that's a pretty big deal to get 2000 career points. And he's not going to be able to do that because the season just cut abruptly like that. Do you, yeah. uh, do you think they should? Those kids should get eligibility back. Um, I don't at all. No, I mean they basically played an entire season. It sucks the way it happened. I mean, nothing like this has ever happened. You don't think Danny? You don't think Danny should get another year of eligibility? Besides Danny Hummer. Yeah, no, I kind of agree with you. Oh uh, yeah, I feel like everyone had enough time to like showcase like their season. It sucks yeah. for like a guy like Cassius Winston who like maybe like if he would have had a big like tournament like. They would have been like, okay, maybe that kind of makes up yeah, kind of the lack of a season. You he kind of say. screwed himself. He should have left yeah. last year. Yeah, I mean, you know who Cassius wins. So he's not like an athlete, and he's just a good, smart basketball player. Yeah. I mean, I'm obviously none of us are in, in their position, but I wonder if you're someone like Cassius Winston, how much that really like. If you look back on your basketball career, how much does not being able to play the last Big Ten tournament and NCAA tournament like really hurt? Because he did go, he did go to a Final Four. Yeah, and you beat like one of the best teams, like arguably of all time, like that Duke team last year was like one of the best collections of talent ever. Yeah, yeah. 
RJ Barrett's a fraud. Sorry. And Michigan State was just I mean, coming around, too. Fraudulent. RJ Barrett is... Dude, if you even think the him and Zion argument is even, it's laughable now. I'm not saying that. I'm saying Buffett loves Sam Darnold and RJ Barrett. Barrett. RJ Barrett at least like. I'm just saying Sam Darnold is averaging like 14 a game on like 35% shooting this year. If that. Yeah. He's averaging (laughs) higher than 14. But. Sam Darnold, I'm just saying it's way too early to give up on Sam Darnold. The dude is talent, and I feel like he's going to end up being decent. That's all. I'm he saying. won't be good until Adam Gaze is out of there as head coach. He won't really? be good until Forever. he didn't Forever. get drafted by the Jets, because newsflash, he got drafted by the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Let's also not give up on Sam Darnold never being good in the NFL. Which yeah, is... I agree. He's <laughs> likely he got drafted by the Jets. Like, he's done. You all know what's really crazy about that is so that that draft that was the 2018 draft, right? Uh, sure. Yeah. Arnold. That's the Baker one. That was supposed to be going into that draft. That was supposed to be like the most loaded draft. And there's a shot that the only quarterback that like really is worth anything out of that is Lamar Jackson. Josh Allen. Josh, Josh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Good though. Was yeah, we we still don't know. The jury's like, still out on that guy. Oh, Mahomes was Trubisky's draft class. Yeah. That's See, what that's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't think that 2017, that 2017 draft, I don't think anyone thought it was going to be, like, that huge. And yet, yeah. Watson Mahomes came out of that. But, like, the draft class that was supposed and to be surprise has been terrible. Like, Rosen sucks. Um, Darnold. Rosen is- sucks. <laughs> Someone tried telling me Rosen was good, too. It might have been you, too. Again, TD. Rosen, Josh, hey, Rosen stinks. Dude. So, wait till Rosen Keys is a Rosen fan, are you? I was, yeah. I guess I jumped off that bandwagon. <laughs> Josh Allen? I'm a Josh Allen talker. Like, no. I was questionable on him, but, dude, we, Gavin, we went to the game in Pittsburgh. Like, if you come into Pittsburgh late in the season and you win a game that's meaningful, like, I think that, like. In December. Yeah, that, like, yeah, put that Pittsburgh's in the record in December at home, like, is, like, pretty good. He beat a good defense, dude. Like that kind of that kind of made me switch on Josh or Josh Allen. Like I think he's gonna be edge. Yeah. He he TV. has like the winning characteristic to his game. Like it's not like he does one particular thing very well. It's like he goes out in the field and somehow at the end of the game you have more points than the other team. Like sure your defense is gonna have to play well, but like he's gonna get some points on the board and it's not gonna be pretty. I think Sean McDermott's probably the most underrated coach yeah. in the NFL too. He is a great coach. What's up? Yeah, were there any uh, were there any big uh, free agency moves that uh, you really really thought uh, hit the hit the spot for some teams other than Brady, obviously? <laughs> um, I'll talk first. I'll talk about my uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. Um, they've spent over a hundred million dollars this off season. In the last five years combined, they spent $50 million. Okay. The Bengals don't spend money. Mike Brown's their owner. He is notorious in Cincinnati. He doesn't spend money. He doesn't care about winning. He just wants to sell tickets. So I think they're trying to show Joe Burrow that they're going to compete and get him excited to come into Cincinnati. I like some of their signings. They signed a reader from Houston Texans, D-Tackle. He's good. They signed um, Von Bell. I like the Von Bell signing. Yeah. But uh, they signed Trey Waynes, which made him the sixth highest-paid corner in the league, which I think is probably one of the worst deals in the entire offseason. But besides that, 
I like what the Bengals are doing. They got weapons on the offensive side. They just got to clean up the offensive line. I did see something. Everson Griffin's still out there, and I saw some report. I didn't look too much into it, but he's going to an AFC North team, which is the Bengals are in that. Steelers are in that. So I don't know who's looking pretty defensive. Everson Griffin on the Steelers would be hype, but they already have Watkins. Cam Hayward. He's kind of washed up at this point, but yeah, that's where I got on the Bengals. Um, and then the Vikings trading away Diggs. Um, I like the deal on the Vikings side. They had, yeah. they have like negative cap room, and they've somehow worked around that trading Diggs. That's cleaned up like eight or ten million dollars. Um, they signed a one of the best defensive tackles in the NFL from the Baltimore Ravens. So, I mean, they lost a lot on their defense, but they're all guys that were in their prime like three or four years ago. Xavier Rhodes, he was probably one of the worst corners in the NFL last year. Yeah. So they got rid of him. They got rid of Waynes. I mean, they have no corners. Waynes, Alexander, he signed with the Bengals too. Rhodes, those three are all gone. The picks? Um, yeah, well, they got a first rounder for that Diggs trade. So they have like 22 and 25. There you go. But I'm hoping they use one of them for a receiver. Justin Jefferson, maybe. Henry Ruggs. Hell no. Dude, Ruggs. That's crazy. Ruggs might be good, but I just am so afraid he's the next John Ross, so I would never draft him. He's a bust because he ran a fast 40. Like, think about that logic. He ran a fast exactly. 40. Yeah, that's crazy. That is literally crazy talk. Name a like first round pick speedster that has like turned out good. Name one. Uh, I don't know. Tyreek Hill was he was he up? He was like a fifth rounder. Yeah, dude, those are all sleepers. All the fast guys that end up being good in the NFL are sleepers. Like the ones that like Tavon Austin, like John Ross, those guys like like, Wallace, Darius Hayward. Yeah, Percy Harvin wasn't bad. He had migraines. Yeah. No, no, I'm saying Mike Wallace was more of like a sleeper. Like, I feel like, wasn't he not he yeah. was the first rounder? No, yeah. he was a later. But I would never really use a lot of draft capital on a wide receiver. Like, if you look at the Vikings, they had Thielen and Diggs. Diggs was a fifth-round pick, and Thielen was undrafted. I mean, maybe they got lucky, but those are two all-pro wide receivers, really. Yeah. And you see the bust rate. And they also and then they drafted Laquan Trotto on the first round, and he was a major bust. Unless you got like a Julio Jones or like a Calvin Johnson, that's just like so obviously a first round talent. You can't really spend the the pick on a receiver. Yeah, it's hard to. And even like, I mean, best case scenario, he is like, I mean, look, like Calvin Johnson was on a team that went 0 16. Yeah. At the end of the day, like wide receivers just not like Tom Brady's running with Julian Edelman. Yeah. Like you don't need, you just need people that can catch the ball. (laughs) Um, that's what I was thinking, though. Like, that's what puzzled me so much last year when the Lions took, with the ninth overall pick, took that tight end out of Iowa. Because I'm thinking to myself, like, if your first-round pick is truly where you're like, this is where we need the most health, you're, the Detroit Lions are saying, like, we need the tight end position to be the best. Yeah, like, we're loaded everywhere else. <laughs> it, it's, like, if the only team that I can think of in the NFL right now that could, like, really use a tight end with a first-round draft pick, it would be... Probably well, it was the Patriots before Tom Brady left. But other than that, I was like, I can't really think of a team where their first round pick is like, yeah, let's let's get a tight end. Yeah. That's Didn't sad. the Bucks take OJ Howard in the first round? Yeah, like 18th overall. Yeah. Like, how do you do that? Eric Ebron, new Steeler. Yeah. He was picked in like oh, eighth overall. He, he sucks. 
by the Lions. Like, he was good with <laughs> I don't know the Lions keep drafting tight ends. Maybe they'll learn their lesson. <laughs> I don't get that, dude. How can you run an organization so poorly? How yeah, can I you draft as many tight ends? Like, I think the Lions. I think the Lions think the NFL draft is like a fantasy draft. Like, you want to get all the skill positions first, and then like just kind of <laughs> pick what's ever left at the end. Yeah, I mean, they're like Matt Stafford can get you a good twenty a week. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> My tight end spots look good a week. I'll take him. Yeah. Yeah. Take care of you, I got an, I got some extra tight ends if anyone's trying to trade. <laughs> yeah. Looking for an RB. What they have three? Jeff Okuda. I think Javid Best and Amir Abdul in the first round too, didn't they? I think Abdul was a second rounder, but but still, I mean, still pretty yeah. yeah, the Lions are just a terrible organization. I think they're kind of like the Bengals. Yeah. Well, did you hear Detroit's what... pretty tough. No one wants, I mean, who wants to go play in Detroit? Yeah, but did you hear what uh did you hear what happened with Darius Slay and uh Patricia? Uh, yeah. I mean yeah. is that true? I mean No, I just heard that they like didn't get along and I was like, that yeah. seems like the common place between like Patriots assistants that leave is like Bill O'Brien and DeAndre Hopkins didn't get along and Bill O'Brien like obviously fucked that deal up and then you look at Patricia being like, Yeah. That might be the worst trade in NFL history, I think. Unless, like, Hopkins, like, tears his ACL and DJ gets back to, like, 2016 form, then that's the worst trade in NFL history. And that's yeah. not going to happen. I don't so, think yeah. I don't think there's anyone out there that's like, I like this. Not even the picks mattered. It no. Was like, they, got, like, they didn't even get a first-round pick. Yeah. They didn't, like, how do you not get – like, the Vikings had a first-round pick for digs, dude. I mean – and you can't get one for DeAndre Hopkins. That guy's been top three receiver for like five years in a row. Yeah, with playing with terrible quarterbacks most of that time too. Yeah, that's I, I don't I. And it's one of those things. Like I would love. Wackerkin fancy. I would love to explain his thought process on that. I didn't hear you. I would love to have Bill O'Brien like come out to the public and explain his thought process and be like, "Well, here's." Here's what I thought we could do, or here's what we were looking at, or whatever. Like, I please explain that. Don't just make the trade and like not say anything. Like, I want to know what was going through your brain. Yeah, I think someone's got nudes of someone. <laughs> I think that's the only answer. Straight blackmail. So, uh, got another intriguing question. Do you think the uh, if you were the Bucks? Would you still try and draft a quarterback in this draft when you only have Brady for like two years? Um, I think if you're signing Tom Brady, then you're all in with Tom Brady. So you're drafting other positions of need to tr- try to run for a Super Bowl like now. Yeah. I'm just, think- just wondering, like, do you think it would be a benefit of like, if you see a quarterback you like, would you want him to like play behind Brady for two years or would you just be like, it's, it's better off waiting yeah, so maybe like a Jalen Hurts in the second round or like Jake Fromm or someone, but definitely not a first-round pick. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I mean, that's that's all I can think of unless you guys got any other Jeez. Yeah. Jeez, you, gonna, you think the Packers are going to draft a quarterback? I'm hearing they might. I don't know. No I mean, I think the Packers are in the same boat. Like, I, was reading, I was reading a story from like a, a Milwaukee – Post or some bullshit like that. Um, yeah. That said, that said, uh, this was like the year, like when they drafted Rodgers, when Favre yeah. had like 
two or three years left that this was the year they were going to do it. But yeah, well, I don't know. that one worked out pretty well for him. But I feel like that would really piss off Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers is such an asshole. There's yeah. no way he's going to be <laughs> okay. Be so mad. So is Favre, though. I mean, do you yeah, have Favre? Didn't give Aaron Rodgers his phone number for two years. <laughs> he did not help Rodgers at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't know that. to talk to him. Yeah, yeah, they didn't talk. <laughs> yeah. That's how Big Ben would be if they drafted a quarterback. Yeah, the Steelers need to he draft. Came, he came out and said that, like. He- yeah, but they yeah, they are. They drafted I guess like Mason Rudolph, and Ben's yeah, like, get a load of this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And Duffett's trying to tell me he's going to be good. Duffett tried to tell me Rudolph was going to be good. I was like, no, he's not. He's like, give him a couple well, years to develop. I was like, he's got a candy arm. I think that, that guy's reached I said that immediately. <laughs> I was like, oh, they wait, they have been drafting like quarterbacks every year now for the past couple. Yeah, just the worst <laughs> ones. Josh <laughs> doing it on purpose. Jason Rudolph, come on, come on. Josh Dobbs stunk. Yeah, yeah but that, that one was the, uh, the that the big thing that the thing that was Big Ben though was like he kind of did the opposite because like up until they drafted Mason Rudolph, he was like. He was, like, kind of, like, iffy on how long he was going to play and, like, seemed like he wasn't really interested, like, or whatever. And then as soon as they drafted Rudolph, Big Ben's like, I'm playing three another three years at the minimum. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I remember that. He like, was I'm- like, yeah, it's not guaranteed I'm coming back next year. And we're like, damn, let's draft a quarterback. And we did. And he was like, yeah, kind of annoyed that the organization for, uh, you yeah, know, until up He wanted Todd mm-hmm. out of town, so he started, like, threatening retirement and then they got rid of Todd Haley, and he was like, all right, I'm here for three more years. <laughs> Todd, Haley. Todd Haley was the worst. We had the best offense, and the dude couldn't figure out how to score. We were throwing, like, screens that weren't working. I think the offense was pretty good with Todd Haley there, weren't they? Good, but that's I mean, it's hard not to be good when you don't have Antonio, when you have Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, and, like, Ben when he's slinging. And a great offensive line. Yeah, a good line and like a beast defense. I guess our defense wasn't that good though. A rumor about A B potentially to the Ravens. Dude. Well, would... there's no way taking A B at this point, dude. He has like that dude has serious like mental issues. Like he does. Oh yeah, yeah there's Brown. Yeah, Hollywood Brown's his cousin or something, or yeah. his nephew or some shit. I mean, that team would be so fucked with the yeah. attitudes ever. And then Lamar will shit the bat in the playoffs like every other year. I don't know. One of these years he's going to get over the hump. He was so good last year. I don't know, though. I mean, Mahomes is in his conference for the next 12 years. So Mahomes is – dude, that dude is so good. I, was gonna, I didn't know what you were going to say, but I was going to say, regardless, is Mahomes is the freaking, like, he might be going to become the GOAT. That dude's yeah, so good. Win nine Super Bowls. He might. Like, <laughs> he, sh- he literally should have beat the Patriots two years ago when they lost in overtime and then the path won. Like, if they, they get the ball yeah, dude, first, they would have won. Sad. I mean, dude, people argue all the time about, like, quarterbacks and stuff, but when it comes to Mahomes, I feel like everyone just, like, takes a second. They're like, he is so goddamn good. <laughs> Yeah, there's no argument. There's no argument. Yeah. Like, I don't want to play the Chiefs now. I think they're the one team in the NFL. I'm like, nope. That's a loss. I think you also have to give some respect to Andy Reid, though. He's a hell of a coach. Yeah, Yeah, no, he is, definitely. Definitely good, but, like... I mean, the Steelers used to whoop on the... Compared to Sims with Patrick Mahomes is, like... (laughs) 
just ridiculous. Yeah. The Steelers used to whoop on the Chiefs. I was like, oh, damn, we got the Chiefs. Like, that's a win. And then now <laughs> we, we beat them without scoring any touchdowns. Yeah, we, we scored like, like in the yeah. playoffs. We scored. We scored. We came like eight field goals from one. We we're like, hey. <laughs> it was like raining. I watched that game. My friend was like, "All right, I think it's uh, I think it's a good time to get to get to the questions." Oh my gosh! Yeah, we still yeah. haven't hit. Any <laughs> All right, uh, <laughs> you're gonna so need long. to edit this one, Perk. Stop listening. This is really long, and I, I apologize. Where uh, where do you think the best landing spot for Cam Newton is? Keith, lead it. Me? Um, the keys lead it off. Alright. That's tough. Um, I haven't thought about this, but it seems like probably the best option would be probably the Los Angeles Chargers. They don't, literally don't have a quarterback right now. Tyrod Taylor, and you've seen the Tyrod experiment in Cleveland. He's just an okay guy. He's a backup. And the Chargers have players to compete. I think they're just a good quarterback away. They're a good team. Phillip Rivers threw like 40 interceptions last year. If they can get a – I don't know if the Chargers would want Cam, but if they do, I think it's a good fit. They've made a lot of moves on the defensive side. They got Bosa, Ingram. They signed Chris Harris. They got a lot of guys on defense. He's got good weapons. Eckler, Keaton Allen, Mike Williams, Hunter Henry. I think it's a good team. I think Cam could succeed there. Uh, what do you uh, What do you think about the uh, the Bills? What do you think? How do you think the Bills are going to do next year in that division and just overall? Um, I think change up. <laughs> Quick turn. I was that the, the Bills. Time? The Bills own that division. It's theirs. I have no idea what New England's going to do. I mean, maybe Bill Belichick has some master plan, but they don't have a quarterback. I think the Patriots are still favored to win. All right, well, I'll take a million dollars on the Bills to win that division. I'm taking the Patriots to win the division. You are not, dude. I think it's it's Bills plus 130 right now. The Patriots have no one on offense. Yeah, and they've lost lost a lot on defense, too. I actually think the Patriots are going to go like one and fifteen intentionally and draft Trevor Lawrence next year and have another twelve years of dominance. Yeah. I'm in on that theory. I'm I, in I, on that theory. I just don't know. If, I think Belichick just wants to stick it to Brady. Like, yeah, I didn't need to win with you, and wants to win. So I don't know if he would do that, but maybe. I know, but yeah. I think he is like a big enough of a chess player to be like, well, I'll sacrifice the one year of that. Yeah, for another twelve just, years or something. Yeah, to get yeah. Trevor. Keep rolling Darnold with Jets out. Please keep rolling. Just wait. I on. will continue. I will I will continue, I will continue to slumber, to hibernate. I will I'll be in a coma on the Jets. We'll see. Listen, There'll I'm be re- no waking me. I'm gonna rerun coronavirus on the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna rerun this after next season. You guys are all gonna eat your words. Oh whenever, my gosh. I'll whenever, be so happy. A wild card weekend. Just wait right. on it. If the if the if the Jets win less than six games. Will you admit that Sam Darnold is a bad quarterback and he will never be a good one this year? Yeah, I will. I will. Because I'm saying they go less seven to nine this year, and then the year after that, <laughs> the year after that they're gonna. It's, they're really gonna crank it up a notch. 
They'll start winning nine, nine, ten games a year. Is he better than Deshaun Watson? Can you name a Jets receiver? <laughs> better than Patrick than Robbie Mahomes. Anderson. Dude, left? Better than Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Robbie Anderson's gone. I literally can't. I Can literally... you name a Jets receiver? Jameson Crowder. <laughs> Get out. Oh. James Winston's one, better than a... Sam Darnold. That's pretty terrible. Fucking Jameson Crowder's your number one guy. They're going to draft one, probably. Yeah, they ha- I mean, you have to. But they also need an entire offensive line. So they have the 11th pick. It'll be an O-lineman or... Are you or... like a Darnold fan? It kind of sounds like that. No, I yes. Just, I There's no he's... other reason for you to back him up. I think he's good. I really do. I don't know. I, I might be like him just because Coward does. Coward's so wrong about him. He thought he was like Andrew Luck. He was hyping him up so much. Yeah, but he was so right about Baker. I'm in it for the long oh, yeah. So right about Baker. Um, that that fits into our uh, our next fan question from uh, Joe in Columbus. Got two questions for you. Uh, how do you think the fit is with Kevin Stefanski at Baker Mayfield in Cleveland? And if they do poorly this year, should they move on at the quarterback position? Great question. I appreciate that out of you, Joe Donovan. <laughs> Hey, we're not supposed to use the last names. <laughs> Cut it. Kirk, blur that out. <laughs> uh, is this for me only? Are you guys answering these questions? Oh, yeah, anybody can answer. <laughs> TD, why don't you take this one? To yeah, start? TD, you, you answer this. <laughs> no, I'll answer because I know, I know Stefanski. Yeah, keys. So Stefanski was the OC from Minnesota, and he's now the head coach in Cleveland. I think he'll do a very good job in Cleveland. I mean, I think he's a good. He could be a good head coach, but it's Cleveland. You never know. But his uh, offensive game plan is run first, establish the run, and then get play action going. And I think it could be very beneficial for Baker. Um, they have a good running back, two good running backs in Chubb and Hunt, so they can establish the run with his two really good backs. And now they have a million weapons to throw to and get play action going. I think. The Browns could be eight and eight this year. You uh, think they move on from Baker yeah. if it's another year like last year? Um, if Baker plays like he did last year, then yes, you have to move on. See, I I think they've already like I, I shouldn't say they've already moved on from Baker, but I think they've made that plan in place by getting Case Keenum. Because yeah. I think Stefanski and the general manager, probably their mindset going into that was like, okay, if Baker can't get the job done, we have a good enough team that can get to the playoffs. Keenum is definitely a good enough quarterback to do something with that amount of talent on the offensive side. Um, but I don't I, – I, I mean, I'm not – I haven't – I can't say I can do like an offensive breakdown or anything, but I was not very um, – excited at all about Stefanski I don't even though his you know they looked better this year in Minnesota on offense the Vikings were never um can't say they were like that innovative or that dominant of a unit and stuff like that and I I don't know he just didn't he didn't seem like it it didn't seem like they became a better team or won a lot of things um because of him I don't think he like really added that uh that, <laughs> that much I completely agree with that. Better. Yeah. Huh? But I think he made Cousins better. 
I think what the Browns should have done is brought in a head coach with, I mean, he's, they first had Kitchens, no experience. Now they're bringing Stefanski, no experience. I think they should have brought someone that has experience in. Dude, why they did not go after McCarthy the first yeah, year is that makes no ridiculous. Sense. Ridiculous. Yeah, McCarthy or uh, Bruce Arians, I thought would have been a good hire. McCarthy yeah. was such the obvious, like the most obvious choice ever. You like needed someone to like discipline Baker a little bit, who's a good head coach, and I don't know. Well, the I mean, the reason why they wanted Stefanski was because he fit that analytics model that they yeah. had. So I, that's, yeah, yeah. I Do think they still have that like Sashi Brown or whatever. Like, no, no, no. They don't have Sashi Brown, but they have uh, D Podesta, who came from that like whole Moneyball baseball tree. So, uh, yeah. but here's the thing: that nice. I shouldn't say it's a nice thing about it because they're going to be wasting contract or uh, wasting years on the contract of guys like Odell and stuff like that. But if if the Browns are bad again this year, then you know, like, okay, that guy sucked. Uh, the biggest mistake they made, I thought, though, was getting rid of Dorsey. Like Dorsey, yeah. Dorsey I mean, team like more relevant than it has ever been since they've since they've come back to Cleveland, and to get rid of him, I thought was just that's when they was like, all right, they don't they have they truly have no idea what the hell they're doing. Yeah, oh, Dorsey's good. This is what I like. At least tried. All right, we got a got another question here from Michael in uh, Upper Arlington. Got two questions. What would you be willing to do to get sports back? Couldn't hear that. <laughs> what was the question? I'm sorry. Uh, what would what you do to get sports back? To get sports back. Like what? What's the furthest I would go? Essentially, is that the question? Stream sure. lengths. All right. Would you suck a dick to get sports back? I think that's the uh, obvious question. That's too far. I love. <laughs> Oh, a couple seconds? Eh, I might. I might. No, wait, what, what if, if you don't have to finish? 15 off. seconds. No. Wait, you said... <sighs> but what if 15. sports is, like, permanently done and that's the ultimate? Yeah, what if, yeah. what if sports are done forever? Would you? What? Sports are done forever and you have a chance to save them by sucking a dick. Yeah, you also realize you're the hero, too. Like, you have to yeah. suck a little dick for 15 seconds and you get sports back for everyone. It's going to be TD day. <laughs> <laughs> you literally probably have a holiday named after you TD. You have to take the team and throw it back. You literally have no other option. TD. Yeah. yeah. What if I told Am I wrong? Am I wrong? No guy. No guy would judge you for that. No guy. What if? Uh, what if <laughs> They'd I be you? like, "Thanks, brother." What if I told you you got to bring sports back and me Trump TD? Would that would that would that do it for you? In the Trump re-election <laughs> in 2020. No, you get to meet him. Oh my god, that would be incredible. <laughs> I mean, I would do a lot of things to meet Mr. President, but I don't know, that might be a little bit too extreme. Um, TD, are you doodling right now? Huh? Are you doodling right now? Uh, I'm just, I'm just blabbing. I was doodling the other night, though. <laughs> On the last he pod. did it on the last pod, yeah. 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 We got another question from Mike and Up Arlington. What's the best Disney Channel original movie? And then he says, no high school musical or Camp Rock. Um, for me, I'm going to say Camp Rock, you stink. Obvious yeah. choice here. Who would Max. say that anyway? It's got to be Max Keeble. Max Keeble's oh. big move. Yeah. Oh, dude, I watched that this year. Terrible. Terrible? Like, I'm not kidding. 
Someone else told me that too. But that movie, like, watching like, that, movie, so like, bad. Oh. Watching it as an old person, like it's so bad. <laughs> like, what are you expecting? No, because there are okay ones, dude. Like, there are serviceable movies, and like, if ah uh, no, that's a Pixar. I was getting like the Pixar one because like it's a bug life, not a bad movie. Like, yeah. I guess there aren't very many Disney originals, though, like I've seen recently, so I have no idea how good they are. But growing up, Max Keebler's Big Move was sick. Big Fat Liar's sick, if that's a Disney original. See, that's that's a tough part with that question. Is like I can't separate Disney Channel original movies from, like, 2000s movies that were, like, made for kids. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys ever see Lemonade now? I, I saw... I would see... That uh, I would see that like preview, but I never saw it. I'd always see that like mo- that movie like cover on like on demand when I'm looking for movies. Life, I can't remember if I like fully saw it or not, but I feel like the music in that wasn't terrible. And we oh. out. <laughs> All right, thanks, Bert. That was fun. All right, uh, mention uh, mention code Perk. Your local skyline get two free Cholitos. <laughs> I'm in New York right now and I'm going to Chicago tomorrow. Oh, okay. When are you coming back to South Carolina? Uh, probably okay. at, the end of, at the end of this month. I have to, I'll be in Atlanta, so I'll come down there when I go to Atlanta. Oh, at the end of this month? Yes, ma'am. Okay, now we're supposed to be going on. I'm calling you because I'm trying to see. I'm trying to go out and ride a joint. I need a car. Oh, I don't want no new car. I don't want. I, I don't want no new car. And I don't want no. Uh, I just want something to talk about. Twenty five, maybe twenty seven hundred dollars. Okay. I just, oh. I just want something to drive, honey. Just wait till I'm tired of bumming rides. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to my dad about it. I'm gonna call you right back. I'm gonna call you right back, girl. Oh. Okay, we're coming back on my house phone. Okay, okay. Oh. Baby, give me brain. Yeah. Baby, go insane. Yeah. Let me switch lanes. Yeah. Go a different pace. Uh-huh. Man, I'm on a plane. Yeah. Man, I can't complain. Yo, first class game. Yeah. Too much money game. Oh. Bought a new chain. Yeah. Ignorant ways. Yeah. Ignorance of bliss. Yeah. Smile on my face. Yeah. Mama just prayed. Yeah. Grandma just prayed. Yeah. Grandma wanna talk. Yeah. Wanna switch lanes. Oh. In the back with the gas. Hold up, bitch. got it. I'm a slick. And it can take. Yeah, BL. That my slick. We did crepes. Check the stacks. See, I need that gas. See, I need for the flat. Yeah, I'm gonna get. Yeah, in my pants. I'm gonna get the bag on this. I'm a dolly. Yeah, for the world, dolly. Baby, give me brain. Yeah. Baby, go insane. Yeah. Let me switch lanes. Yeah. Go a different pace. Uh-huh. Man, I'm on a plane. Yeah. Man, I can't complain. Yo, first class game. Yeah. Too much money game. Uh-huh. Bought a new chain. Yeah. Ignorant ways. Yeah. Ignorance of bliss. Yeah.